week starting off bad, just seeing the Cowboys lose to the Green Bay Packers, and ain't nothing like watching your team lose on a Sunday, man, you know, you wait all week, you you try to pump them up, you know, all week, convince yourself that this is your, your year, they start off good, 3-0, and last week, you know, you try to cancel it out, call it a fluke. And then they show up on Sunday and they let you down, you know? How as a fan are you supposed to move on for that? You know, I currently, you know, I'm only blessed that I have a, a nice job and a, and a decent life because can you imagine if, if your life was bad and you were homeless and your team lost? Like, how do they expect for you to come back from that and have a good week? I don't know, man. This world is getting out of line. But thank you for tuning in to the Can't Hold Water Podcast. This is your host, Big Headed. Let's go. My goodness, guys, what's going on? On today's episode, we're gonna you're gonna be hearing the interview I did with uh, the conversation I had. I don't like to call them interviews. That kind of seems like you know putting a label on it, and I'm not about that. So, a conversation I had with a buddy of mine, owner of Alanis Detailing, Marcos Alanis. You're gonna hear about what got him started in this business and what keeps him going, and the progress he's made along the way. But before I get to that, I just want to touch on this Amber Geiger case, man, and the uproar that everybody's bringing about how the brother of the victim asked to hug him and the judge hugged her. And there's pictures of a, a deputy fixing her hair. And people are mad because that happened. I mean, it is kind of fucked up. I don't think I could forgive someone that had shot my brother in cold blood in his own apartment. I don't think I have that in me. Especially not like the day of the sentencing where it was just last couple of days of the trial and asked for a hug from the person that killed my brother. Even though she is a pretty white lady. I don't think I could have done it. But that's what you know, we're supposed to do, right? Is forgive. But man, that's pretty hard. I mean, are they are they courageous for doing it, or are they are they fools for doing it? Because all reports from the case shows that like the Amber Geiger chick wasn't remorseful. remorseful. Kind of seemed like she was putting on a show. And they forgave her still. But I thought when I seen the video, it seemed like that brother and Amber had something going on. But that's just me, though. That's just my thinking. But, I mean, I guess justice is served. I mean, 10 years, which I don't think is enough time for killing somebody in their own apartment that wasn't doing nothing, had no criminal history. But, I mean, I don't know. You know, that just shows... 
what it's like, you know, in America. It ain't fair to some of us. But we're going to see what happens. In a couple couple of weeks, it all pass by and everybody forget. You know, <clears throat> but there's been a lot of stuff going on lately. You know, and in my area, we just, there was a uh, 20-year-old kid just sentenced to 30 years in prison for, a mur- for murdering his friend over some dope, which is kind of silly, man, just throwing his whole life away. And... Who, who else knew? I mean, who else knows what was really involved, but just shameless acts of killing for no reason over stupid shit that you're going to realize don't matter in a couple of years. But I just wonder how, like, is his mom forgiven? How long is it going to take for that family to forgive the person that killed their son? You know, everybody's different. But I don't know if and I forget his name, the brother of Bonham, just displayed just displayed a characteristic that we should all have in us. But I tell you what, it's hard to have. It's hard to be that it's hard to be that forgiven. You know, are we gonna be forgiven when six nine comes out or are people are still gonna try to kill him? Because rumor has it that November 26th, he should be getting out. It's his release date. They just, prosecutors, uh, putting a paper to a judge to uh, speed up the process and get his sentencing sentencing expedited. It's called a uh, 501k letter, something that witnesses for the government use to uh, help their sentencing out. But all in all, forgiveness is a tough thing, and I don't mean to start this episode on a downer because, man, there's a good conversation with Marcos that, uh, you know, went pretty good, and Marcos, he's he's an unusual cat, man, cool cat, quiet and stuff, and he kind of opens up this this conversation, so I don't want to hold y'all back anymore. Without further ado, Marcos Alanis. This is your host, Big Headed, and I'm here back with another episode with my main man and Alanis Detail owner, Marcos Alanis. What's going on, brother? What was your nickname? Big Headed. Do you like that? Yeah, it's, not, it's not bad. I can't, I do. Do you, you, you give your, your guest a nickname, too? No, no. <laughs> well, what do you want to be called? We can give you a nickname for this one. Oh, man. Small yeah. Head Ted. Small Head, head Marco. <laughs> Peanut Head. <laughs> Peanut Head. Oh, God, Bro, you know how long it took me to think of that big head head? A long time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I looked in the mirror and I was just like, fuck. I, I guess I got it. I didn't want to use it because, you know, I was like, dude. I was going down, like, lists of, like, Nicknames and like how they fit their characters. What were your other names, bro? Let's hear it. We'll okay, Easy Money. Ed, if we'll see Big Head Ed. E- Easy Money was one of them. Eddie Kane. Because mm-hmm. from the Five Heartbeats. Mm. Uh, let's see. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Easy Money. Oh, Eddie, are you ready? And I was like, nah, dude, it needs to hit home. It needs to hit something personal, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't use Big Di- Big Dick Head. <laughs> you know, I can't get too close to home, so I. Some of them like, he a motherfucking lie. Yeah, he a motherfucking lie. <laughs> he a motherfucking lie. <laughs> <laughs> they know I'll be playing. 
Hey. I heard they call you. <laughs> like on Friday. On oh, Friday. Mr. Yeah, Chubb. Oh, you heard that, huh? Oh, bad <laughs> Man, so you're the owner of Alanis Detailing, man. What made you want to own your own business, brother? Man. Well, man. I don't know, man. I've always had this idea, man. I've been detailing since I was probably almost 18, 19, right after high school. Yeah. And, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> the manager over there used to call me the shampoo king. And I had a thing for shampooing the vehicle. Uh-huh. Which is something I really enjoyed. And you know, as I got older, bro, I worked a lot of jobs, man. And I've come to realize that I have a problem with authority. M- MWA, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Mexican <laughs> with an attitude. I, hey, I can dig it, bro, man. Like, hey. and, and that's owning my stuff, you know, like claiming what's what I know. And so. I don't know, last year, I was working with a buddy of mine, and he had to make a, a move for him and his wife, you know, which is probably the best thing that's happened to him, man. And, uh, that's pretty cool. So I took over the business, man. And, uh, you know, I think I jumped in a little early, but I'm looking forward to see where it goes, man. Uh, so so what's some of the, uh, so it seems like you've been running to, like, you know, learning as you go, um, owning your own business, business with the with business, business, right? Of course, you know, like setting what, up what's some time? Oh, like, is that an appointment? Yeah, okay. Well, the, that's probably the easy thing, but like quoting vehicles, you know, I still need to, you know, right now I work out of my garage, you know, eventually I plan on getting a shop, and so, you know, I kind of underbid myself quite a bit, and uh, I don't know, man. What do you think you're fair of? Absolutely. I believe yeah. my work speaks for itself. Your work speaks for itself? speaks for itself, man. You know, it's because... Just like, it's just like anything. You know, you got guys out there that are there to make a dollar because they just trying to make fast cash, and you got mm-hmm. some guys that are out there because they really enjoy, enjoy what they, what do, they do, do, you know? And so they put their time, their effort, their passion into something. So it doesn't really, at the end of the day, it wouldn't matter how much you pay for that guy because he's doing, he's doing 100%, you know? Mm-hmm. But you gotta watch out for them people that that uh, you know just want to get that fast cash, you know. So you say you, which which guy do you think you are? Well, I'm in it for the long run. Yeah. I definitely want to see this grow and grow somewhere as long as as well, apologize, as well as like branch off and do something else, man. I believe in having multiple incomes. Yeah. So, so you're yeah. all around entrepreneur. You just like to. I'm growing into one. Yeah. yeah I'm growing into one. You what know? are some of your motivations? Man, bro. Uh, I've always had this thing of getting out of Victoria, you know. Some people say that I should appreciate my hometown for people, you know. I just, uh, I think I just need to leave for a while, maybe come back. Everybody says they need to, uh, need to leave Victoria, man. Why, why do you think that is? Like, There's just so much opportunity there, man. And I feel like Victoria can be closed-minded sometimes and like turn their cheek the other way. You know, what's, what's our main income here in Victoria? You see a lot of bars, right? Yeah, you know there's I mean? a lot of bars. And I believe, like, mm, I don't know. That's a, I don't even want to get into that. Well, with all that shit? Yeah. yeah I mean, I mm-hmm. hear you, man. It could, you know, it could be tricky, man. But the thing is, if you got a good product, you, you ain't got to worry about selling because hey, it's going to sell itself, you know? Absolutely. That's, That's why I say, you know, my work speaks for itself. You know? Yeah, like, for sure. It's just... Where can they see some of your work at? Man, if you, I have a Facebook page and I have an Instagram page, uh, Alanis Detail. 
uh, but figure it out, man. Uh, I try to post as much as I can. Sometimes I just get so tired from the details, man. I'll take the before pictures, and uh, I'm just like, man, I just want to go home. And then uh, I forget to take the after pictures, man. How long does one vehicle take? Uh, we know size, of course, matters. Size matters, that's right. <laughs> that is and, true, uh, ladies. Size matters. Uh, <laughs> coming from the, the man that changed his name, right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I can't say big dick. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, size matters, man. Uh, a big old mega cab Dodge compared to a, what, two-door Honda Civic. To a single mom, forward man. focus. <laughs> man, I think some... Man, have you seen some dirty-ass vehicles, though? Oh, man. Uh, bouncing around from the dealerships, man, you see some vehicles there. They're all messed up, huh? There's ever been a stain that you couldn't that you couldn't uh, get out? Oh, of course, man. You ever you wonder what it was? All I to do is lighten it, you know what I mean? There's been several on occasion, man, like, just lightning, like, lighting it. You see, this is why, this is why, you know, I tried only to talk to the realists, you know, I talked to another detailer, man. He may not ever tell. He may, oh, man, you know, you probably get those Joe Smokes and be like, oh, I get everything. <coughs> everything that I ain't, man. It's true. And some, some stains you can't, you know, some stains you can't uh, get out, no. you know? Oh, no, man. And uh, so there have been stains you couldn't get out. Now, what was you, what do you think was the the best, your best transformation? Oof. Man, I always Is there one that sticks out of your mind? Or well, I always use this one as an example, man. When I was working at, uh, what was it, UFGMC. Yeah, man. Uh, I remember a red Pontiac vibe that I had. And it was so nasty that I took the seats out, stripped the carpet, bro, and there was maggots down there, man. Oh. Yeah, like, it was, yeah, it was nasty. <laughs> and you kept the job or you mm-hmm. just took it back to him? No, I kept it, man, because it, it was a used vehicle. We had to put it out on the lot. Uh-huh. And they just got it as a trade-in and uh, gave it to us to clean it up, man. And I pressure washed the seats. I pressure washed the carpet. Put all that disgusting out stuff off that metal and it's just ugh, piece it back together bro and it sold like a week later man yeah. man that's crazy mm-hmm. man oh, yeah no you will be surprised what you find in a in a vehicle man what's the craziest thing you found in a while you were detailing the car <laughs> uh man i found everything from weapons to sex toys to drugs sex toys some money, money? Yeah. oh shit. Yeah. what kind of sex toys man just like little vibrators you know little I mean? vibrators yeah little rabbits Mm. You took the rabbit out of the hat, huh? Dang. Thankfully, I use gloves. <coughs> you know? Do you use gloves? Yeah, I use the latex gloves. Man. <coughs> what made you start detailing, though? Like, what was your motivation to get into detailing? Like, you're going to be like, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start detailing. You know, just, it goes back to me wanting the multiple incomes or something that I really like, man. Yeah. Taking a dirty ass vehicle and taking time, seeing the eyes on the, the person in the vehicle, I, I can do. You know what I mean? Like, now, when you listening to you listening to music while you detail, or no? Oh, of course, man. What's yeah, what's I get my molars, but I just need silence. You know what I mean? Uh huh. You know, it's just. What's your go to song? Go to song, two thousand five suburban, single mom, six kids. <laughs> go, go. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for real, come on, your go-to song, cause you know that motherfucker's gonna have. It, uh, lot, it just really depends, man. I've really been in this kind of like jazzy mood, so. Uh, oh, that's right. Hey, you FKJ, do like a lot of alternative FKJ, music, right? Man. Yeah, 
FKJ, bro. French kiwi juice. French kiwi juice? Yeah, French kiwi juice. Oh, French kiwi juice? Bro, you put me onto Leon Bridges. I like him. Yeah, Leon Bridges. Man, he's he's come a long ways too, man. Yeah. Who else else you like? You got a good little selection of music. Of course, I like my Texas rap. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. DJ Screw? Of course, man. But to have that little chop from Screw, man, you got to be in the mood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like zero, old school zero, bro, that'll put you in the mood, man. Like, <laughs> M16, bro. That'll put you in the mood. Man, it's just, I don't know, man. I've heard people tell me, like, your environment, you know what I mean, has a lot to do with who you are. You know what I mean? How was your environment as a kid, man? Goddamn. <laughs> As a kid, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm with Devo on that one, right? Hey, uh, you gotta warm him up. You know, you gotta, uh, you gotta hit him. You gotta hit him with light punches. Warm, warm up <laughs> hey, you gotta hit him with light punches, and then you gotta, <laughs> then you gotta, <laughs> boom! <laughs> hey, give him one good belly shot. Make sure they paying attention, man. So, how, I Next mean, question, nah, <laughs> nah, come on, man. Hey, let our listeners know, man. This is man. this is how they gonna get to know you when they come and see you. Go get that, yeah. go get that car details and shit. They gonna know who they giving it to. Man. Then you just ain't gonna be a face on on the TV screen or on a card or on a Facebook uh, messenger, you know, getting weird requests at, at ten a.m. Hey man, can you clean up some throw up and shit? You know they gonna know who you, who they dealing with, man. So I mean, I mean, let the, let, <laughs> this is like this is like man, that this, actually happens, man. This is like an Uber back. This is like an Uber background check. What's that? Uh, whenever I get messages like on the spot calls, you know what I mean? I'm just like. You know, I do a lot of stuff, man. On the spot call, oh yeah, I can imagine. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever but, set up an appointment and like cancel and shit? Do you hate show ups? Not like, no, no call, no, no call. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, who yeah, would? Really? Who doesn't? You know, it's it's a waste of my time and a waste of their time. You know, uh, something <clears> I wanted <throat> to bring up, bro. You know, you're from Victoria. How's the response been and support like from the local local area here? Man, everybody's good. You know, of course. With every business, you're going to have your pros and cons. You know, I've received some constructive criticism, but who doesn't? You know, it's a business, and mm-hmm. all you can do is take it and grow from it. You know, so it's just... And, and how do, and how do support, you... Support men, my friends, my family, everybody, man. You know, everybody, you know, bringing their vehicles, their friends and vehicles. You know, let's get to the point where, I, man, I'm doing doctor's vehicles now. Mm-hmm. That's where I want it, you know? Yeah. Like, just a different, I guess, a clientele. clientele you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just... If they become a steady one, and you know, but I love everybody's details, man. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, any hate out there? Nah, man. Just like it's a business, bro. Like, just pros and cons to everything. Okay, I'm gonna disagree with you. uh, It's been really good. (laughs) It's been really good, man. Hey, I'm gonna disagree with you. This is what I've seen uh, with the local local area, right? There's, there's some people who are really there's some competition out there. Oh well, see, sure. hey, that's, that's the thing. I think a lot of people around this area <coughs> see everything as a competition, mm-hmm. and it's not a competition because there's enough money out there for everybody. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's enough that's money out I there mean. for everybody to to eat. You know. Mm-hmm. So, but the thing I I see right is like this. Um, you tell your friend you're doing something, and they'll laugh at you, right? And then they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, you can do it." Then you go for it, right? Then they're gonna be like, "Oh, he's gonna like he's gonna fail. Like it ain't gonna work. His plan sucks." Mm-hmm. Then it succeeds, and it's like, "Oh, he he can't do it again." You know, 
or like or like he has a good showing, pulls it off right, has a has a good ride or whatever, you can't do it again. That's the uh that's the way I see it and it's a hard time to uh And it's hard to, um, you know, kind of reciprocate that love back out because, you know, they wouldn't do it for you, but it's only right if you do do it, you know? So I try to always, that's why I try to bring people up, like, they have a story. You know, people, sometimes people be like, man, you podcast this, you podcast that, you need to do this, you need to do that. All right, I'm going to do it my way. You know, I'm learning, I'm learning as I go. This ain't nobody else's ride but mine, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm letting I'm letting y'all on it, but if if it's picking up, if the, the tracks are if the tracks are building and staying on track, well then I'm gonna try to bring as much people that can on. So like people ain't getting hurt, people that don't know, the people that have a story like you, you got your det- you got your business right, you're detailing. Okay, I'm gonna try to get that out there. My my homie right, soccer player from London. Ain't got nobody out there, man. You know what I mean? Doing it by himself. Okay, now I want I want people. I want him to introduce him to as many people as I know, so he don't feel alone. So maybe one day he be at HB, they be like, "What's going on, man? You was out there on that on that one thing, right? Okay, yeah, cool, man. Good luck with your thing. You know what I mean? Like how you know one person noticing you or something makes a difference. Or my homie Marcus, Marcus tells a story. You know who we're gonna have on again, but that's why I do it, man. You know, that's why I'm doing this. This ain't for no money, for no sh- no gain. This is just a place that I can come and just be who I am and want to talk to who I want to talk to, you You know? Mm-hmm. Tell the world what I want to do and stuff. Bro, speaking of uh, lifting people up, man, I think your ass needs to get back to your comedy. Oh, bro, man. I know. I, 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 I want to do comedy <laughs> uh, so bad, bro. I want to do it so bad. I, I, so I should have went that one time to Houston to the show. And that I was off. I know, bro. Yeah. I want to do an open mic so bad, guys. I'm just like nervous for you. You know what I mean? I'm like, he's got it. Yeah. I know, bro. I, I think I think I can do it. I think I can do it. But the one thing about me, like I was saying, fear, bro. That fear just, man, that fear stops me from doing a lot of stuff, man. That fear can stop me from reaching my goals, man. And that's crazy to me because how can I let that do that? I'm better than that. You know what I mean? But it will. It, it would, man. Like, I... I don't. I hate talking in front of people. Like I hate doing this right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I try to push myself through that and it's getting better. But it's just like man, being up there in front of the crowd and when the people don't laugh. But you know what helped me out though? I went to a comedy. I went to go see two people that I listen to often. In Austin, and, right? Yeah, in Austin, right? Mm-hmm. And when I went to uh, when I went to see them, there was times where the crowd didn't laugh at all. Not even me. And we're just looking at them like fucking bozos, like tell the next joke, you know. And but they kept going, bro. So people like that that have been doing it for years get that. Yeah, and everybody knows who they are, and they still don't laugh, and they get that from their fans. Then what am I gonna get? You know what I mean? What am I gonna get from people that I don't even know? Huh? Some lettuce, thrown at you. Some lettuce, whatever. Hey, but, but you got to keep getting up there. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, man. I went to a new beach. Like, tell you. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Bro, completely yeah. new beach, bro. Austin is crazy, man. Austin is Austin crazy, man. Keep Austin, keep Austin crazy, man. I see nothing but dick and balls but everywhere. Gets- <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's mainly dudes trying to see nah. naked women. Or oh, no, no, no. It was a whole bunch of gay dudes and a whole bunch of lesbian girls. And, like, maybe, like, four or five straight couples. Okay. 
But it was younger people. It was a couple of old creeps out there. <laughs> there was one guy, man. Hey, there was one guy. He would not get like he was, he looked like fucking a hippo, fucking <laughs> with his head the, oh, out of the water, like yeah, eyes and ears are just like zoned in on everybody. He's like fucking three sixty, just floating out there. Ain't no telling what's happening out the water. Yeah, I was about to say he could been doing some nasty shit. That was crazy shit, bro. So I don't know. Bro, it's crazy weird people. Out there. They are crazy weird people. Out there. You good? What do you think? How long, how long you think we uh eighteen minutes? <laughs> it's only been eighteen minutes? <laughs> dude, like, hey, oh, I was like, what shit, the fuck, dude? Bro. I was like, bro, I, I swear 14, I thought we were at forty five minutes. minutes. It's four oh three. Dude, why are you so nervous? When you gotta go to work? Yeah, I gotta get ready. I gotta nah. be there at five, which means I gotta leave here by four thirty. No, bro, four fifty. Four thirty. Okay. What's that old saying? If you're on time, you're late. If you're on time, you're late, bro. Yeah. Hey, what kind of motivational people you listen to? Man, Eric Thomas. What's one of your favorite quotes from Eric Thomas? Jakes, man. Uh, I got this thing from my brother Josh, man. Uh, Josh Klein. We used to always used to like hype each other up at work, man. Mondays used to be our thing, man. We used to come in with that TGIM, that thank God it's Monday. And we used to yell that stuff to each other. We still do, man. We'll text messages each other, bro. Like, but bro, Josh Klein was kind of like one of the most negative people at UPS. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of us, all our attitudes. I know, negative, but man. dude, he would yell and everything. Shout out UPS. Yeah, yeah. I love the, we all I love the employees. Yeah. I love the employees, man. The drivers, bro. It's, a lot of the drivers were cool, man. Man, the management, some of it was dope, man. But and like every job, you're gonna bump heads with with uh, supervisors and managers. But I think at that time in my life, bro, I wasn't in the the right, the right state of mind to be working in that type of environment because, bro, I've seen people who had worked there almost 10 years switch to another job that's possibly like more labor just to get away from that environment. You know what I mean? Like, bro, this is, it's a, but it's like a bit, it's a business, man. Hey, was that one of your hardest like, jobs? I'm making fucking money too, you know, so I can't, I can't talk down. Was that one of your hardest jobs, though? And you had an easy part of the belt. You had the, the middle. You had the back. I was in the middle, bro. But you were in the back for a long time, too. Yeah, I was. I was. Man. Yeah. I was. But your boy right here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, bro. Hey, bro. Everybody's different, man. Yeah, Everybody everybody's know, different. Like, some people, their load quality speaks for itself. Man. My drivers like me, man. You know what I mean? Could mm-hmm. I have been faster? Of course. You know, but I'm getting paid by the hour. Yeah. Not by the package. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. Fuck yeah. Hey, brother, did you see that Earl Spence? Did you see that Earl Spence and Keith Thurman fight? Or not Keith Thurman, Sean Ward? No, I, I was able to catch the last three rounds. What do you think, man? He said he's going to go through everybody. You know, honestly, I think, and this is me as a fan, I would like to see him fight Terrence uh, Crawford. Crawford. And then who the winner of that fight, Manny Pacquiao. Bro, Manny Pacquiao. Danny Garcia has had his time. But Manny Pacquiao is the the Mayweather right now. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that fight because it's gonna be definitely. It's not gonna be Mayweather money, but it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be a couple mil. You know what I mean? Who's gonna there. turn down a couple mil? You know, nobody. You know, like it's just. But I would like to see some uh, Errol Spence Jr. fight Terrence Tebow Crawford, man. What about um, Keith Thurman? You think Keith Thurman's out of it? Mm. You know that man got married. 
uh, he he just lost right to Pacquiao. Sur- he's recovered from a surgery. So I don't know. I don't know where he's at as a boxer. You know what I mean? But you like boxing a lot. Uh, you ever boxed before? Man, I have a couple times. Like I mean, you sparred a couple times. Man. No, but I mean besides. Mm-hmm. Oh, those, no, those no. weren't boxing matches. Those no, this were, is a small ass garage. Yeah, it'd those be were, stupid. I don't know what you know those mean? were. Like, uh, cold fucking winters. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to warm up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. Hey, those were good times, man. We did a Spartan yeah. race. That shit was fun. Yeah, it was. And we were, we would, we would uh, exercise in that little garage, right? Yeah. Little dungeon thing. There'd be like four of us, man. Me, you, Lewis, it, shit, Klein. You know what I mean? We'd yeah. Who else was? Who else was in there? My hole? brother would get in there sometimes. Yeah, we had a little, we had a little thing going on. Yeah. And then what happened, bro? I don't know. I, I'm a. I always like to say, man, you make time for what you want. You know what I mean? Well, guys, uh, Marco's over here about to <laughs> start crying. <laughs> I got ready for work. Yeah, I got ready for work. We appreciate it. It's a good, good little session, man. man thank you for this, having me, bro. Hey, this is just a into. Uh, uh, how do you say uh, prompt to uh, podcast a little short podcast had a little time on this uh, Wednesday afternoon to say a little something and hang with my boy Alan is detailing uh, if you want give me a shot give him a shot yeah. he's reasonable he's fair he ain't gonna try to give you the green weenie alright and uh, his, his work speaks for himself anything else you wanna say man I just Thank you again for having me, Eddie. And, uh, and this is about to be this is about to be everywhere. And I just want to say I appreciate everybody tuning in. And uh, have a good evening. Have a good evening. And that's it, Sorry, bitches. Later.